166, Evolving Variety. Untrained attention habituates to stimuli and as a result becomes passive. We can introduce variety as a way of keeping our attention active until it is strong enough to remain in a permanently active state. There are seven levels of variety. One, we feel inattentive, dull, and bored. Mundane repetition characterizes our lives so that we feel like we are on autopilot. Life is drained of interest, meaning, and any sense of awe. We wait almost like prey until the next experience catches our attention. In order to attract attention, increasing pressure, intensity, and drama are needed. We are unable to keep our attention on something without being distracted, and we are unable to lift our attention to focus on other things when we are done. There is a pattern of stronger attention at the beginning, with diminishing returns. There is a charge when the attention has been grabbed. This is the opposite of what we seek, which is to develop a level of charge that is steady and continuous without diminishing us or requiring an external input. We may have settled into an entirely passive attention that is low-grade and slack. 2. If desire breaks through this low-grade attention, it adds an active element. This active element will seek out novelty and intensity. Although hungry, it is still somewhat weak and will seek outside itself with a desire to consume experiences, people, places, and things. There will be a cycle where something is shiny at the beginning, but diminishes until it has no power to command our attention. It then becomes a burden, an obligation, or something to be discarded. In this cycle of consumption, new input is constantly needed from the outside, only to be discarded later. Many fail to realize that the experience of something as bright and shiny at the outset is one in which our attention is activated through novelty, but which then becomes passive because it lacks the muscle to hold itself up. The charge felt with the onset of something new can be sustained indefinitely, but not through external stimuli, even when this is available as a constant stream. There will always be a rise, a peak, a diminishing, and a cessation, followed by a searching that creates an unstable attention that has an underlying sense of fundamental insufficiency, often leading to desperation. Three, we can begin to build our attention in two ways. The first is to extend the enjoyment we experience with what we have through acknowledging it and digesting it. This shifts our attention from seeking to being, landing us in the present moment, which is where all gratification occurs. The seeking mind will run over the experience it is currently having with the desperation of someone who is starving, because the attention is in fact starving. It lacks the capacity to metabolize and can only take in the quick hit of something new. Once we settle into appreciating what we have through acknowledgement, we begin the next step of developing the subtle mind as it looks to feed on variety. Four, having turned off the seek and consume mind 
and settled into a sense of basic sufficiency, we open a more nuanced form of noticing. Rather than needing the hard and dense experience of external reality, we can begin to draw our attention to notice inward reality. We can start with simply noticing the overall feeling in our body. We notice how it feels to have our sit bones on the chair or the feeling of fabric on our skin. We notice sounds. We have now downshifted from needing to draw in new experiences to finding newness in the experiences that are already here. The body feels a surge of power as the energy that was formerly expended on chasing experience is now able to stay in the body, helping it meet its needs in the here and now. Five, we begin to dive further into ourselves, noticing our feelings. We allow our attention to move wherever we experience a feeling. We feel for the heat, light, vibration, sharpness, or softness of it. As we focus, we notice whether it feels like we are descending or ascending. With something to focus on, our attention is enlivened, powered now by the energy that was formerly spent in seeking. This yields a feeling of steady fulfillment. Six, we dive even further into ourselves and note more delicate nuances. These are the movements and rhythms of sensation. What happens when we move our attention from one location to the next? Not only do external stimuli become less interesting, they become a distraction from the most interesting thing there is, this unceasing focus on the ocean of internal experience. The habit of external consumption falls away, as does the feeling of insufficiency. There is more than enough to keep the attention occupied with something that grows rather than manages or even erodes it. Seven, a steady sensation of gratification means there is little need for external stimuli. Instead, a permanent baseline of ambient attention focuses on sensation. The mind feels switched on. It is open with curious interest in a way that grows ever more complex as it strengthens itself throughout the entire process. 